Welcome to My Shitty Podcast, So Shitty It Only Has One T. I'm your host, Adam Copeland. Thank you guys for tuning in. I do appreciate that. That's amazing. I'm super flattered that people still find this entertaining. Um, I have a fun time doing it, so it makes me happy to know that people are actually enjoying it. Um, I want to thank my guest April for coming in and talking shop about um, being a hairdresser, uh, hair salons, everything in between. Um, the do's and don'ts, how she feels about um, her clients. Um, if you want to book an appointment with April, uh, she's working at Blonde Rehab. I think we bring it up a few times on the show. Um, and if you want to hunt her down on Instagram, her IG is underscore the Hafrican. Uh, that's T H E H A L F R I C A N uh, on Instagram amazing amazing instagram name by the way uh yeah i don't know if you guys enjoy my shitty podcast go to itunes write a review that helps me um and then if you're listening on some other facet then uh you can just go to the website myshittypodcast.com and take a survey that helps me get sponsorship in the future um yeah i guess that's pretty much it without further ado Let's let the cat out of the bag. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't really prepared for it. Any hoot. I don't know. Oh. That one had some range on it. Had some range. Been stifled. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Cool. So, I was telling you about the segment. Yes. And then I texted you a little earlier today, or I guess messaged you earlier today. Mm-hmm. About like the last thing that you drank, and you said rose and Jameson. Or yeah, it was probably it was one or the other. Okay. Never been brave enough to mix them together, even though I had mixed weird things together before. Uh huh. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, I like I said, I suck at drinking now, so I kind of quit a little bit. Did you, did you? Okay. I have like one sip, and I'm just insta buzzed, and then drunk in like five seconds. Okay, cool. <laughs> we'll take it super easy. <laughs> Even though it went pedal to the metal. So I got a little Jameson and Rosé <laughs> <Nice. laughs> to start us out because hair of the dog. That's the only <laughs> cocktail. <laughs> I like, mean, it's not an official go. cocktail. What is hair of the dog? Is uh, that? Man, I some of those phrases, I don't even know where they come from because I always mix them up. It's like the ket called the ket the kettle. <laughs> yeah. Called the pot black or I don't even know. I always have to ask people. I'm like, I don't. Am I saying this right? Yeah, I'm dyslexic when it comes to proverbs. Liz Dexic. Have you ever heard of the uh, dyslexic dog that thought he was God? No. <laughs> That's a stupid joke. <laughs> I'm just slow right now, apparently. It's all right. It's all good. It's all good. Um, but yeah, I know where hair of the dog came from if you care to hear that stupid story. Where did it come from? I'm always thirsty for knowledge. It came from, uh, they used to, there was this book, um, it's just called Raby. (laughs) There's this Hmm. rabid dog on the front of the cover. But anyways, there's these stories about like before people really knew about medicine and like what was sanitary and what wasn't, Uh uh, they would take. They would get bit by a dog that has rabies and they would take a hair of that dog that bit them and sew it into like the wound. Gross. I know. There was some crazy That's shit. That's like voodoo shit right there. Very voodoo shit. There was one where like you take an anus of a chicken and like set nope. it on. The- nope. <laughs> nope. Not for me. Mm-mm. Not for me. So anyways, no anuses of chicken, but I got a shot. You don't have to do it. <laughs> it's just a suggestion. I'll take it if you don't want to, but I'll definitely cheers you. 
Thanks oh. for coming on. Thank you for having me. Oh, here comes a burp, I think. Let it, let it rip. It was a baby one. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> delicious, That's cheap good, rose. rose. Yeah. The cheap stuff's always the best. That's all good. That's all good. <laughs> um, do you want to... Do you want to introduce yourself or stay anonymous? I will introduce myself because I'm not afraid of anyone. At a girl. But, um, hi, my name's April Kaganich. I'm 31 and I'm a hairstylist in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Do you want to plug your salon? I work out of a space called Blonde Rehab that is owned by the amazing Sarah Kovacic, a friend of mine. And yeah, we're all pretty rad there. Right on. <laughs> right on. Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah, I was just going to kind of pick your brain about uh, things that happen in the hairdressing world. I'm a bald gentleman, so it was very <laughs> difficult for me to get a hairdresser or someone in the... Uh, Scalp stimulation part of the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shining, uh, buffing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I didn't... I don't know. So anyways, thank you for coming on. Um, but you can't be deceived by bald heads because I have a friend that shaves their head. Right, and yeah. everyone assumes that the person's bald when they see that just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, got a, I got a little, there's a little something there. So you can kind of see that it's going to be a, a large forehead <laughs> or, or just a, I don't know, hairline in the back kind of a situation. What? I don't That's know. That's trendy though. That's edgy. It's, yeah, it's, it's edgy. Yeah. <laughs> Punk rock, man. Um, <laughs> is uh, I never knew this, um, but I had a hairdresser friend that, had mentioned once uh, that uh, people show up with wet hair, like fucks up everything. Oh. Did you say that's accurate or inaccurate? I think people, in my <laughs> head, whenever I would go, when I did have hair, when I would go for a, uh, a haircut, I would like wash it and get it ready. And I'm sure it's different for dudes uh, as opposed to chicks, but uh, I would wash it so that there was clean, a clean canvas for someone to run their fingers <laughs> through. Which I'm sure is appreciated with males, but for females, maybe that's not so good. Does that throw off your day? I mean, I don't mind if someone shows up with wet hair for a haircut. Yeah. But if you're going to get color, your mm -hmm. hair should not be wet. And that's one of the things because when you're a stylist or just like any profession that you control your schedule, you book people out for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Like, hey, this highlight's going to take me three hours, but if I have to spend 25 minutes blow-drying someone's hair before I can even start the color, that kind of sets me back a little bit. So we prefer for people not to come in with their hair wet before doing color. I mean, there's some stylists out there that like to color on wet hair. I mean, each to their own. I'm just a freak, and I'm <laughs> super OCD, and... I just like to color on dry hair, but so many people in Austin are so fit and they're like, oh, I just came from yoga or I did this and I wanted to wash my hair for you. And it's before a haircut. And I'm totally cool with that. I yeah. mean, I also don't mind cooties when people are like sweaty and stuff like that. It doesn't freak me out. Sure. But. Yeah. It becomes, uh, I had a little bit of a medical profession, but I remember like it just becomes medical at a certain point where you're like, I don't care about body odor or whatever. Right. Like, I just have to get in here and get. I have to do my job. Yeah. Uh, I'm so. like, whatever. I'm yeah. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. I run my fingers through that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is it better for you to have like wet hair um, or uh, dirty hair, I guess, a little bit if you're going to get do color? You know what? That is the biggest myth. So we're really? doing we're doing a myth busters yeah, here right now. It. There's this old wives tale that started somehow about, oh, the dirtier your hair is, the better it is to color. And I mean, I'm so guilty of passing <laughs> that along when I used to reception at the last salon I worked at. Yeah. And when I was younger. But when as I've taken 
um, color classes and furthered my education throughout the last couple of years, you learn that that's not the best thing for coloring <laughs> hair. You want a clean canvas like you were talking about earlier because you don't want that color or that lightener. Lightener is AKA bleach. I'm just trying to sound professional. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you don't want it to have to work harder than it has to. Yeah. You know, because you're not going to get an even color. So please wash your hair the day before or two days before. Yeah. And use conditioner so your scalp is not open and it won't be on fire. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> that happens though, right? Like, if yeah, if you so a lot, some people don't use conditioner because they're worried it's going to weigh down their hair. But what conditioner does is not only is it moisturizing your hair, but it's sealing your cuticle, so it's closing it. So conditioned hair actually takes color way better. Yeah. Than non-conditioned hair. Okay. I'm about to get real nerdy. Sounding. Get nerdy. Like, That's what this questions. is. This is about the technicalities of of. Yeah, it's, it's chemistry, you know. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, do you, is it rude for people to ask, like, how long have you been cutting hair? Do you take offense of that? It doesn't bother me at all. And especially for someone like me, I, I haven't been doing hair for that long. And I have managed to build up quite a large clientele. Mm -hmm. um, I've really only been doing hair for about three and a half years. But... There, you know, someone can be doing hair for that amount of time or 20. It just depends on does that person have passion for what they do? Yeah. And I am super passionate about what I do. I love my job. It's not even a job. It's career. It's it's fun. Like, I have an art background. I get to do art every day on someone's hair. And I get to see it walking around town. And that's so fucking cool. Like, I don't know a lot of people that get to say they love their job as much as I do. Yeah. So I think because of how much love I have for it, it shows through what I do. And I love all my clients. They're all so sweet and kind, and they make me want to be better every day. So that's why I'm always trying to learn. And I take classes, and I'm reading on the newest trends and, like, newest techniques. So Yeah, because ongoing, I mean, ongoing exactly. trends. Exactly. That's what's cool about hair. It's always changing. Yeah, you yeah have to for learn sure. things. Um, is or, that kind of cool to see like your walking, living art, like a couple days later down the street, like, holy shit, let me see your hair. Yes. And Turned I, out better than I even thought. Yes. I totally stalk them on social media too. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh, that girl, <laughs> she needs a toner. And I'll like message people and they just start laughing. But yeah. when I used to bartend, when I was starting off doing hair, uh -huh. I remember I saw a client in the bar and I'm like, Hey, and then there were like 20 other of my clients in there at the same time. I'm like, this is really weird. <laughs> and I was just like. Austin is way too small because they all knew each other. Yeah. And I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> but it is cool to see all their heads. Up yeah. There. I would imagine so. I'd be like, I mean, it's kind of like seeing a sketch, like walk down the street. Like I edited that one. Yeah. I edited that one over there. Uh, that one. That's a little doodle I did. That was kind of, I didn't really have a lot of time. I don't know. I just sort of had fun with that one. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No. Let, let her loose. It's the topo. It's the topo chico, man. I'm a, I'm a repeat offender myself. <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, do you think it's, uh, do you think it's, is it common um, to have a lot of drunk people show up? I feel like that's a <laughs> common occurrence. Like, I'm going to go happy hour, then go get a haircut. You or know. vice versa, have booze in the shop. <laughs> so we definitely have booze in the shop. You I got mean, to. Yeah, you have to. And I don't care what time it is. You can drink. No judgment on my part. I was a bartender. Yeah. And in fact, I'm like always pushing booze on people. Um, in the space that I'm working in now at Blonde Rehab, I, we are such a, it's a small salon, which is really cool. 
Um, but not a lot of people come in there drunk. They do. So there's a lot of people that bring champagne with them and like make mimosas and stuff like that. But I bet more people are probably high and we just don't know <laughs> because it's Austin. <laughs> yeah. But when I was assisting at the last salon, I definitely have seen people like, you know, we'd keep giving them wine and then all of a sudden they're kind of slurring the words and you're like, Oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> I don't know. This location's not TABC, but I am and I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah. This person drives and gets an accident. <laughs> sure. Sure. But sure, we sure. would always like, whenever that did happen, there was one situation we were, making sure they were okay, making sure they had a ride and that they didn't drive. Yeah, so absolutely. This person was getting picked up by their significant other, so our asses were covered. Down with that. Always <laughs> down with that. You got to cover your bases. Uh, is that expected? Do like, people come in and like, hey, where's the booze? You're like, hey, man, I'm not a bar. <laughs> I'm you like, know what? I'm a salon first. <laughs> I feel like that, it doesn't happen so much now at the space I'm at, but like at bigger salons, yeah, because the, as the Yelp reviews get around uh-huh. and all the Google reviews, people are like, oh, and they even have wine. I've definitely had people like, uh, so you guys have wine here, don't you? Like, can I, can I have some? Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I guess I, I guess I gotta go to the store. Yeah. Whenever you get low on wine, you, is that like an inventory? You got, uh, let's see, I gotta get this color. I got it that color. <laughs> We're low on box wine or whatever. Oh my God. Box wine. It you saved know, your life. People love it. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. You love box wine. Hey, I've got it's not that bad. I got a box right in the other room there. Yeah, and we um, we're pretty good about that. Sarah, she takes care of everything like that for us. So that's cool. If we do see something that's low, I'll be like, hey, we need that. We need more white wine, girl. Yeah, it's definitely in a box. But I did get some cool little wine coolers for us. Not wine coolers, but they were at Trader Joe's. These like little four pack mm-hmm. sparkling rose. Yeah. And white wine. They're quite delicious. Uh, Not that I tasted one. I just saw the enjoyment on my clients' faces. Did you <laughs> what, Did you quit drinking completely? Are you just like out of the game? Um, out of the mix? You know, I kind of, but not really. Like, I'm not opposed. I, I like alcohol. I like how it tastes. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I definitely liked it way too much a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. And I've slowed down since then. But I think it's like anything when you don't do it as much when you do drink it you're just like wow am i 19 again (laughs) like i just feel like i'm absolutely wasted in one little sip but i just um i'm trying to cut down on my sugar yeah and alcohol has a lot of that in there so for sure yeah but i'm not completely out i just maybe once a month just taking it down a notch yeah i'm getting old i gotta watch out i feel you it's all good it's all good (laughs) Uh, do you think, um, are you ever surprised whenever people act surprised at how much hair you cut off? Like someone comes in for a haircut and they're like, oh, you took off so much. Yeah, it kind of makes me laugh because I always, 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 I'm like, this is where we're taking it. I don't say. It's not a surprise. Right. I'm you're not trying... like, it's an inch because everyone's inch is different. Yeah. Whatever you're talking about. Oh, you're t- I was going to say, you're talking to a dude right here. So uh, I, can, I, can... I know dudes are so bad with measuring. Let's just say that. No, but, yeah. but I always like to physically show people where we're bringing their hair. Sure. Up to just because, like I said, everyone sees things differently. And so that's why it's like, hey, I think it's just the initial shock. Like cutting your hair for anyone. Um, a lot of people, well... Let me rewind. When you cut your hair, 
there's a lot of emotions in it. I'm about to sound like really hippy dippy. No, but it's so true. It's like an, true. an energy thing. Yeah, yeah. And some people say they don't care, but when it happens, I think they're just like, whoa, I actually went through with this. I did it. Yeah. Like, and lately, the trend, like, I feel like a lot of people have been cutting their hair off. Like, I had a mom and a daughter come and they cut off about nine inches each and mm-hmm. donated it, which is really cool. That's dope. Yeah, I'm really happy when people do that because yeah. you can help. It helps people with cancer. It helps to make wigs for them and what's that wigs uh, for children. Yeah, what's that agency called? So there's a, there's a couple. There's, there's Locks a of Love. That's the um, one that I was thinking of. But usually I tell people to send it to Pantene Great Lengths. Yeah. Um, only because... I don't know if they changed because they've changed a lot of things, but Locks of Love used to charge people for the wigs. So I think if you're donating hair, you shouldn't charge people yeah. for the wig. Yeah. So especially if it's someone who really needs it. So, yep. Pantene Great Lengths. That's where you should donate. <laughs> eight inches of your uncolored hair. It has to be eight inches. That's a standard. Yes, at least eight inches. And it cannot be lightened. Or so have a inches, permanent color. Eight inches is like that much, right? <laughs> yeah. See, you guys are just, I'm just going to get rulers for all you men out there. I'm holding up about an inch, maybe <laughs> two inches. Um, <laughs> but anyways, that's eight inches to me. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Do you think that's usually like a big life change whenever somebody like cuts their hair? Are they usually going through like, I just lost 30 pounds, chop my hair off. Or <laughs> like, I'm going to leave my husband, chop my hair off. You, you know, the, is it, that, it is when it happens a lot of the time. But also, um, I feel like when people realize that they're not their hair mm-hmm. and they're secure with themselves and they feel beautiful from the inside out. Yeah. That's when they're ready to do it. Because a lot of people, the first thing they say is like, oh, I don't want to cut too short because my face is chubby or this and that Mm -hmm. and you definitely as a stylist you want to guide someone based on their bone structure like hey you probably we should probably leave it right here because it's more flattering you know and and this is more um this emphasizes this and brings out your eyes and things like that but i feel like yeah definitely people want to make big changes like change their hair color completely or chop their hair off when they're like going through a breakup or moving or a new job and they're just feeling really bold and like hey they're like whatever what do i got to lose now yeah i'm in it man i'm cutting this off i'm doing this i'm doing that making changes mm-hmm. okay yeah that's that that's pretty common you say yeah i would yes 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 and i always ask people i'm like what's when they want to cut their hair i'm like okay who died yeah what's did going you break on? up with someone yeah or did you lose your job <laughs> those are my rules before i do anything to your hair yeah that's crazy yeah so you don't yell at me is that pretty common when they're like oh yeah that's um, oh, there yeah. yes a lot of times it's, like, always, well, it's always one of the this happened and i'm like why don't we just wait until next time oh really <laughs> i've definitely advised to wait before yes because that's... i guarantee you if you don't that person is going to freak out yeah i've seen it I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've yeah, seen it. Not even with, like, only a few times with my clients, but a, lot, a few times when I assisted to, oh, my gosh, here's another burp. I'm so sorry. Let it loose. Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that was like rosé topo <laughs> rose weirdness. All the bubbles. On my way over here, I burped so hard, it, like, came out my nose and burned <laughs> yeah. it. And I was just like, what the fuck? What is that? I've had those burps before, too. It's just, like, stomach acid go up that far? I don't know. And your I've... eyes start watering and stuff, too? I've never had that happen. Really? Yeah. So I think I was very shocked. I almost ran off the road. No, I think I'm, I'm a, just a troll garbage man, and I like <laughs> try and push them out. So I think it's probably on my part. 
I'm just doing too much. <laughs> to like, you can't like, force it. It's like a bowel move. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. So gross. Sorry, guys. No, I just, I just make it worse. Like, I go pedal to the metal. I'm like, oh, here comes a burp. I'm really going <laughs> to really let this one loose. Uh, yeah, I'm going to start screaming before it comes out. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> I didn't say it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're not. Um, do you? How do you feel about the guy that shows up, or gal, shows up like five minutes before you? Do you guys take walk-ins? I was going to ask you five minutes before you close, but I don't know if you take walk-ins or not. We don't really because... Because of that reason? (laughs) Right. Hey. Um, We're all independent stylists, so we're all in charge of our own books and we're all pretty busy. So I don't even have time to like breathe or eat when I'm working, let alone take a walk-in. Yeah. Lunches aren't a thing. Yeah. But um, we at Urban Betty, where I used to work, we definitely accepted walk-ins if we could fit them in. Like they would come in and we'd look and see if there was a stylist available. And a lot of times we could accommodate for the person, whether or not it was right away or, hey, come back at three. Yeah. So, but you don't really find that that much anymore. That's good. You think I think people... a lot of people go online. They don't want to talk to real people. Yeah. And book an appointment. And <laughs> I do love it. talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> do you? I do. I'm sure you feel like a therapist at work, like just constantly. Yeah. And it's like... It, you know, a lot of the, more of this, more so it's like me listening, but a lot of times, you know, my clients, I just, like I said before, I love them and they're always like, what's going on with you? And like when I've had stuff going on, they like listen and they're like giving me advice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm always there for my clients, like to listen to them. And, you know, it's almost like we're all friends. Yeah. Even though we don't hang out all the time, but I'm like, hey, remember, are, how's your dad doing or how's that? And, you know, they're like, how'd you remember? Like, <laughs> you see so many people. And yeah. I'm like, because I care about you. And, sure. And it's just, I have a weird memory. Like, I don't take notes on that. It's just, I've always worked in the service industry. And mm-hmm. even when I was younger, I didn't have to study for tests. I almost could, like, see something and remember it. Yeah. Or just, like I said, working in the service industry, you have to remember things. Sure. To, like, be able to move fast and, like, get through your jobs. So. Yeah. You don't have time to write that shit down. Yeah. But you're definitely a therapist, for sure. Like, without the credentials (laughs) yeah (laughs) is small topic talk exhausting yeah i don't do small talk yeah it's just if i'm sitting in my chair real conversation or not sitting in my chair if you're sitting in my chair we're (laughs) gonna have like you're sitting in your chair chair, (laughs) if we're if you are in my chair and i'm doing your hair we're talking about real shit like it's Mm -hmm. not like oh my god it's gonna be sunny today yeah how about that how about those allergies yeah it's not like that it's definitely like Dude, Michael Flynn pleaded the he pled the fifth today, or like yeah, yeah, man, things like that. Heavy shit, real or, conversations. Yeah, or just like, did you see Get Out? How did you feel about them talking about race relations? Like, I have a white boyfriend, so when that movie came out, <laughs> me and my clients were talking about that a lot. And yeah, it's hilarious. It's a hot topic. That movie's hilarious and <laughs> scary and awesome. Where'd you meet your dude? Was he a client? You know what? He was not. Wow. I've, def- I've had clients ask me out, which is really funny. And non-clients that I'm like, <laughs> call- that's interesting. But he, um, I actually met him through bartending. Uh-huh. He's not a bartender, but he works in the beer industry. He works for New Belgium Brewing Company. And he was our rep, but I didn't know that. But the funny thing is, that's not even how we like started dating. Like I just remember seeing him in the bar and I was, I normally would buy a shot of Jameson for a boy that I thought was cute. Uh-huh. I'd make him take one with me to see if he'd handle it. Oh. Because if you can't handle it, then you got to get to step in. I like that. <laughs> yeah. But um, I was like, no, I'm not talking to him. He's 
he he won't like me. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't get like that, but I was really self-conscious. So. Did you buy him a shot? You bought him a shot? Nope. You I, didn't even do nope. that. And he was his eyes are all twinkly and <laughs> yeah. he's like smiling and I'm just like, ah, I'm so scared. So I was even creepier and I knew we had mutual friends, but I was on Facebook and I was like looking for him, but Facebook was like people you may know and it yeah. had his profile and I was like, yeah, I'm totally going to add him like a creep. I've never done that. Yeah. And so I added him out of nowhere and it took a week for him to respond. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, oh my God, he thinks I'm a creep. He thinks I'm so creepy. Did you see him any time in between like friend no. request and okay? No, not at all. And this was like a year before we even like went on our first date. So he added me back. Okay. But we did not communicate at all on Facebook <laughs> at all. Radio silence after that. Okay, now we're friends now. I'm just going to ghost. Yeah, and it's so weird because I knew all of his friends, but I didn't know that they were friends with him. Yeah. It's weird. It's like weird inception almost. But it, <laughs> when I, I was dating someone a little bit after that mm -hmm. and we ended it, and my friends like download Tinder, download Tinder. I was like, no, I don't meet people online. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I want someone to approach me in real life. <laughs> She's like, just do it. It's funny. You'll have great stories. I'm like, fine. So I downloaded it once, and yeah. then I saw the X on there and threw my phone. And then I oh, dude, that's got to be the worst. Yes, and then I unthrew my phone and deleted the app. And then I downloaded it again, and I just kept seeing people that would come into the bar, and it made me feel really awkward because they would come in and say stuff like, why didn't you swipe right on me on Tinder? And I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And so I deleted it again, <laughs> and then I downloaded it one more time. Well, third time's a charm. And then I saw him on there and we matched. And then we talked on the phone for like hours. And nice. then went on our first date and hung out every day since then. That's awesome. Yeah, it, so Tinder doesn't have to be just a booty call, guys. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right, right? It's funny. I've got some horror stories, some Tinder horror stories. Oh, I, yeah, I could, yes. I've got maybe one or two good tell, ones. You have to tell us one since I just went through this whole like weird internet uh, thing. One was, uh, it was actually a beer rep, which is kind of funny enough. Oh, um I probably know who they are. I had a, no, I had a layover in Atlanta. Oh, Jacob. And she had a mutual, <laughs> she had a mutual friend um, uh, that was a beer rep. And she mm -hmm. was like, "How do you know this guy?" I was like, "Oh, I bought beer from him um, whenever I managed Starbar." Um, <laughs> but uh, she was like, "Well, I've got this event. Like, you're happy, you're welcome to come out, um, but I've got to be there for it because like they were featuring her beer." Uh, so I came out to it and it was super rad and she introduced me to like her friends. Uh-huh. She ended up leaving and I like hung out with like uh -huh. these rad dudes. <laughs> She's like, bye. Yeah. She was like, oh, well, I'm going to go. And I was like, she thanks gone. for buying my beers. She gone. She, well, cause it was her, you know, it's going on her yeah. thing or whatever. And she was like sent out there to, I don't know, scratch everybody's belly. Right. Hypothetically. Uh, so she was like, yeah, I don't know. Come Maybe it was all a big ploy to just like get more people <laughs> to this event. Cause it was packed. It was like this luau. Anyways. It was like a cool part of Atlanta. Um, it was a painless layover. Like I just, instead of waiting on the layover, like I just took the next earliest flight like in the morning. Anyways, that was a, it was like an awesome time. And those dudes were super rad. And then oh, ended up going to pen pals. Yeah. So Tinder's <laughs> good for shit like that too. I don't know, I guess. Yeah. So that, that was a good experience. <laughs> I have to dig if I think about another one. Like, ah, oh, God, they can't all be terrible. I had but they two all really bad ones. Yeah. Do you want to talk about them? I mean, I just want to talk about the one because I'm pretty traumatized. Okay. It was just, oh my God. 
He wanted to meet at the W. Oh, it's already <laughs> strike one. Yeah, I'm like, oh. <laughs> and so I go there, and he doesn't look like his picture. Uh-huh. But he's just not even like, the, it's not even about that. You have to be somewhat attracted to them. What Someone being attractive is totally subjective, because no one, in my opinion, is ugly. Yeah. In my opinion, everyone is attracted to different things, but your personality matters more than anything. For sure. And this was totally lacking. And I was just like, oh my God, get me out of here. I was like falling asleep. Yeah. And I I was just like, okay, I got to go. And he's like, oh, will you drive me to my car? And I'm just like, no, but I guess. So <laughs> he like walks with me to my car and we get in there. And as soon as we get in there, he grabs the back of my head and just like shoves his tongue in my mouth. And no. Like push him away. I'm like, whoa, this is not how you drive to your car with me. <laughs> and I was so mortified because I was like, oh, my God, darty tongue in my mouth. Gross. Yeah, but that was one of the nightmares. Oh, my God. Um, I agree with you. What you were saying earlier as far as, like, appearance and everything. I've met some people that I was like, man, yeah, they're, you know, not, they're not troll people, for God's sakes, you know, whatever. And then had a conversation. I'm like, oh, my God, she's fucking hot. Like, can you believe how cool this this chick is Mm -hmm. or whatever? I don't know. So You want to lick their brain. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Like, intelligence is, like, a big, I don't know, that will make you, it'll, It'll turn like a, I don't know, hypothetically, like a five into like a ten, mm-hmm. like like that. I don't know. Yeah, if you want to put it like by society standards. Yeah, I'm just using range. a, I was trying to in a nutshell. Yeah. I'm sure I could have probably articulated that a no, little better. No, 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 I know what you mean. You know I'm what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you I know what I'm saying. We're just chewing the fat over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's that's all I got to say about that. Tenderonies. Tenderonies, baby. Uh, so no small talk that, uh, it's exhausting. It's just sucks. real conversations. <laughs> yes. Have you ever dated a client? Um, have I? That's weird. Well, kind of. No, no, no. Cause I you always, don't want, you don't want shit where you sleep, right? Yeah. And I just think I've definitely had a crush on a client before. You have to, like, it's going to happen. Like you see numerous it people. It only gonna happened find- once. Okay. All like right. I've found people, like I thought it was like, oh, that person's attractive. Yeah. But this person like made me, like this was a long time ago. I was single, so I was allowed to have crushes. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, he made my hand shake. Like I oh, had the man. hardest time cutting his hair. James Bond. It was, it was like studly. Yeah, it was, was bad. I was just like, oh my God. And I was seriously just like <sighs> struggling and re- I couldn't formulate real sentences. And <laughs> Swoon. Yeah, and we were talking about he was like an engineer and, you know, like a civil engineer. And yeah. He was the whole package. Yeah, he was cool. He had He's, good hair. Yes, he did. He was really young. <laughs> he though. smelled good. Yeah. No, not really. He okay. It's kind of B.O. No, I'm kidding. He did smoke. <laughs> I couldn't smell anything. I was so distracted. <laughs> yeah. I lost the sense of smell when he came in. Would yeah. you see him like on the schedule? You'd be like, oh my God, Ted's coming in. Well, he would pre-book with me and I would just be like, oh my God. On Tuesday, I'm taking oh, a Xanax. He has to be to here. And then I would just make sure like, okay, I have to look cute today. <laughs> I'm wearing my best top or whatever. Yeah, because then I would feel comfortable and then my hands wouldn't shake if I felt like I didn't look like garbage. Yeah. Not like I, I don't, I just, I try to come to work like looking professional You got to match cool. it. I never really look like garbage, I hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But yeah, in my mind, like I would probably like if I wore like you ever wear an outfit and you leave and you're like, this is not what I wanted to wear. Yeah. Or I just for don't sure. feel my best. They're like, oh, there's shit. There's a salsa stain on there for my breakfast taco. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, I thought this shit was ah, clean. Damn it. Exactly. I've definitely had that. Or like, where'd times. this ink stain? Or I'm sure with you, hair color. Like, God dang it. Yeah. There's bleach on this oh, fucking shirt. I've definitely cried over dresses that have been laid to rest. Dude. Okay. I imagine like hairdressers, same thing was like bartenders and servers. Mm-hmm. Like, black is the primary. Look, because you got hair flying all over the place. That's the primary color that you wear most of the time. Is that a general rule of thumb? Would you say that's accurate and accurate? You know what? Um, if you're in a salon that's more, I feel like a lot of the upscale salons try to make all of their stylists wear black. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in beauty school, they make you wear all black. But I think it's not, well, I, wouldn't, I shouldn't say upscale, but I guess it's more to differentiate between the client and the stylist but yeah. at our salon we wear whatever we want i'm down with that. we don't have to wear a certain color um i typically try to stay away from dark colors actually because i do a lot of curly hair or natural hair and i cu- cut their hair dry and if i'm wearing hair that's like the same color as or <laughs> if i'm wearing hair if i'm wearing <laughs> a color that is the same as their hair it gets yeah. a little tricky when i'm standing behind it to kind of like see the shape mm-hmm so I typically wear like bright colors or, oh my God, so gross. Let it loose. Was. It, Here, it, it was like you... wet. <laughs> um, You're going to vomit. Yeah. Before the show. That sip over. of rosé. I told you I'm wasted. <laughs> um, yeah. I just try to, and I just like to wear like, I like to look happy. Like sure. black is awesome. I have way too many black clothes and I love black, Same. but I like to look how I feel. Yeah. And I'm like a happy person, so. I'm into that, man. We're a lot of prints, man. Yeah. The only reason I spoke to that was just because, like, I imagine you deal with a lot of bleach, Mm -hmm. and that's got to be a very yin-yang situation. Like, why am I wearing all black again? Right. I would wear white. Like, they should make their stylists wear white, not black. That makes the most sense, right? Yeah. But it looks good. I mean, if someone's wearing all black and it's, like, good clothing, it looks sharp. Like That that Johnny Cash look, man. Yeah, like I think propaganda, there's a lot of town they they all wear black. I mean, you walk in there and everyone looks like a supermodel. You're just like, holy hell, like (laughs) I have to have headshots to work here. (laughs) So... Yeah, but, but yeah, they cool. Uh, they cool. Sorry, I was I was gonna jump in. There, right? I was like, I'm about to cut her off. I don't want to be rude. Um, Stand who's, by. <laughs> who's your favorite client? Do you have one particular? Or this is the quiet ones, the uh, ones that don't talk. <laughs> I love you. I love when they talk. Yeah, I don't quiet don't like ones. The, quiet uh, ones freak me out. Really it makes me think they don't like what I'm doing. But I don't really have any quiet ones. I feel like I can say I love every single one of my clients. Every single one there. I feel like um, one of the coolest things that I was ever told was by uh, my mentor. Like I, I assisted her when I was in beauty school. Her name's Shelly Morrison Neff. Well, I should say Shelly Neff. Shout she's out. the owner of Urban Betty and she's a badass woman. Who mm-hmm. just does a lot of cool things around town and for other people. But she was like, April, your clientele is a reflection of yourself. So if you're crazy, you get crazy people. If yeah. you're not crazy, you get not crazy people. And I'm like, sweet, this means I'm not crazy. <laughs> none of my clients are crazy. Confirmed. Yeah, and like granted, you know, when you first start out, like I said, I was working my ass off. So, you know, I would, I was working two jobs and I was working at the salon. So I'd go to the salon and I would reception. This was before I was in beauty school. Then I would go to, or this was while I was in school. Then I'd go to school. 
And then I'd go bartend. So I was getting like two, three hours a night. And mm. it's just because I wanted this so bad. And then when I got out of school, I was assisting Shelly. So I would go to the salon. I'd work from eight to six with her. And then I'd take clients from like seven until sometimes midnight. And if it was, if I would do that on nights that I wasn't bartending. So it was during the week. Um, but I was just hustling and I got onto the floor. I had a good amount of clientele and you, had, you get one or two people that are a little crazy. Yeah. But they weed themselves out and they definitely did when I went on this space. And <laughs> it was only two people and I was so happy when they left. And I hate saying that out loud, but it's true because yeah. when you have such an awesome client base and you have like one or two crazy people and especially if they like start off your day or they're the end of your day mm -hmm. it's just really hard you know you do can't you, help but compare like how did i end up with this everyone else is so awesome yeah do you have a trick of like weeding them out no like, kind of like postpone, postpone i let the universe and, handle it. it totally did i'm down with that yeah so okay. i mean it worked out and since i've been at this space yeah i've haven't had the crazy. Good. Good on you. Um, yeah, that's, I don't know. I've heard that quote before. Like, you are who you hang out with. Like, mm -hmm. you you are a reflection of, like, your friends. So if you're yeah. hanging out with a bunch of dirt bags, like, people can think you're a dirt bag. Even, like, if you're not. Exactly. Uh, you'll kind of, I don't know. It's kind of like the Lost that. Boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, how much, um, let's talk about tipping. Do you want to talk about tipping? Cool. Sure. How much should you tip your stylist? I think that. What 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 uh, the standard of like anything is fifteen to twenty percent, right? The I'm a weirdo and I don't feel like I've had people who are like, oh my god, I didn't see that tip spot on your square. I mm -hmm. was like, it's all good. Like, you can get me next time. We're not. We're, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. You know, tipping is nice because you know sometimes we go out of our way to do things, but it's not. It's not. It's not expected. Yeah. Or it's. Or required, and that's what I like to tell people. But for a beauty service, it typically is like people. It's usually like fifteen to twenty percent. Sure. And then every now and then you just have like rock stars that's like around the holiday, and they're like, "Boom, here's something extra for you," and you're like, "Oh so my nice. god, I love you." Yeah, it's so nice when that happens. <laughs> like um, I was talking to an Uber driver, and this guy just gave him a hundred bucks, and he was like, "I cried yeah. like that. Like I've got a daughter. Like I, I literally like it brought tears to my eyes." Aww. Because, like, that's going to go so far. Like, I needed an oil change. Yeah. Uh, my daughter needed, like, school supplies and mm -hmm. or whatever. I, I can't remember exactly what it was. But I was like, dude, I get it. Like, I, mm -hmm. I may have cried, too. I don't know. Like, that goes a long ways. Um, yeah. yeah it's pretty badass. People do that. You know, it's just, like, one of those things. I don't know. I love doing that to other people, too. And sure. Paying yeah. it forward and you're like they may not notice it right away, but at the end of the night when they're closing that out, they're going to be so excited. Yeah. It's not like they look at the name. It's just like they see that and they're like, yes. Yeah. Sometimes it kind of goes under the radar, but it, it will surface at some point. Right. You'll be like, holy right. fucking shit. So-and-so is a badass. Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah. That goes a long ways. So you would say is 20% standard, but if you don't yeah. get it, then it's not a big deal. Right. Right? Yeah. I definitely feel like that's usually, that's what I see from my clients is 20%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's uh, always a rule of thumb for me. Like I, I'll look at something. Should I tip? Should I not tip? Right. And always, if I'm questioning it, I'm like, that probably means I should. Yeah. <laughs> so I will. And 20% is like a good rule of thumb. I feel um, like people like to give you that 20 when you get them that good scalp massage at the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the bowl a little bit. <laughs> the noises that comes out, that come out of oh, that's, man. 
how do you feel about the people that go like I don't know, basically have an orgasm there? <laughs> like, oh, your fingers are magic. Oh! So, like, hey, there's other people in the salon, and that's kind of gross, man. <laughs> I've never had anyone do that here at the new space, but <laughs> yeah. when I was assisting, they have people that are like, oh, that feels so good. Like they're just like chill about it, right? Uh huh. And but when I was assisting, I had <laughs> this one client. Oh my gosh, I was giving her a scalp massage. She was like, oh, you give great head. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, I'm brown and I turned red. (laughs) But I couldn't help but laugh because I have a sense of humor. But she was just like, oh. She was like, if no one else was here, I'd be letting loose. And she was sweet. She's a sweet lady. I mean, she's not my client, but she was awesome. Do you find it creepy? I mean, I think it's creepy when they don't say anything with it. Like, she said something to accompany it. But it just moans and groans. It's kind of weird. But yeah, if you're just like, ah. (laughs) Then I'm like, ah. But again, I don't have to deal with that because my clients are badasses. Sure. Yeah. 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 Most definitely. Or maybe, I don't know. I was going to say something inappropriate. Stop. Uh, Stop myself. A light joke sometimes. We'll we'll lighten it up. Uh, (laughs) Do people, I've, seen people like open their eyes during that is that kind of creepy too like to make eye contact with you while you're shampooing someone so when they open their eyes i just get <laughs> nervous that i have boogers in my nose and they're looking up oh, at them oh yeah i never thought about that because allergies are really bad in austin sure yeah <laughs> and do i ev- have big nostrils do everyone a favor and close your eyes while you're getting shampooed right yeah, just relax maybe relax and keep the moans loosen and up just be let your neck be neutral so i can slightly lift it and give you a massage yeah yeah have you ever squirted someone down their shirt like um, lifted them too high and oh yeah a squirt arena oh yeah <laughs> still trying to handle that but well actually the funniest thing does it happen often yeah mm. I mean, no, but it 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 can. Yeah, it can yeah. get a little messy. For the, sure. The funniest thing that happened though, there's like all these videos going around online about <laughs> hairdressers that don't like their clients, and they're like rinsing them at the shampoo bowl, and they like accidentally spray their whole face. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, I know I keep saying it, but I my clients are amazing, and one of my clients came in one day. <laughs> And she was having a bad day and she was telling me about it. And I felt so bad and I was like wanting her to feel better. And so, you know, I was just talking her through it and we're shampooing her hair. And I'm a lefty, so I'm very, I feel like I'm very accident prone. That hose just got away from my hand and water <laughs> went all over her face. And I just turned it off. And oh, I, shit. And I said, oh my God. And I started, I was like, I'm so sorry. She just cracks up. <laughs> oh, She's that's like, awesome. April, I needed that. That like made my day because it made me laugh. And I've been in such a bad mood. And I'm like, well, we'll remember this for next time then. No. Man, I want your clients. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she just started cracking up. It was like in the middle of her telling me like really what was going on. And we just both started laughing. What was, it, what was she going through? It was just like, you know, spouse stuff. Yeah. It's just... You know how it is when you have a significant other. I feel you. Yeah. There's... Sometimes things you don't agree on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you work it out. Trials and tribulations. Yep. He made it better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how much does he made it better? <laughs> He'll do the right thing, I trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much does a late client mess up your day or your schedule? It messes it up. Big time, right? Yeah. And I'm yeah. kind of a stickler. I'm, I pull out the pen and the ruler and I start tapping um, I give people, this is my rule. If you are 15 minutes late, mm-hmm. I cannot blow dry you. And that kind of sucks because a lot of times when you're doing a haircut, 
a lot of your haircut can be a dry cut. Yeah. Like you style them and then you're going in and you're doing some finishing touches like texturizing. Um, I'll reschedule, tell someone their appointments rescheduled if it's 30 minutes or more. Mm -hmm. And even if I had the time to make it happen, a lot of the times I just won't to kind of beat the principle of it. Yeah. Good rule um, of thumb. You got to, sometimes you got to teach them. You got to right. hold their hands. You know, because I, I do my best to respect their time. And so I expect it back. Yeah. When we were scheduling this podcast, I felt really like, I was, so I knew, no, 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 no. I knew. <laughs> I listened to what I'm talking about. And I'm like, oh, sorry. I can't come in. Can I just change? Not yeah. I, felt, I wanted to like, I know how like important the schedule is to you. So I was like, I'm on your dime. Like you tell me whenever you can do this. And you're like, I can do this, this time and this oh. date. And I was like, all right. Well, I appreciate it. working with me and my well, I don't know. I know. I just don't no. feel good. I just know. I know. I know how schedule <laughs> how scheduling can be. Um, and then I also appreciated your like, look, next week, this time, that's perfect. And I wanted to do it a week earlier. Right. So I was like, all right, that's definitely. I know she. I know how schedules work. I know she wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't like crucial and worked out really well next week. Like, right. I can obviously do it way easier next week. I was like, all right, cool. And I didn't want to be like, let's see. I can just, I'll take whenever, <laughs> whenever, whenever you're open. You're like, okay, how about next week? Nope. How about um, Tuesday? Nope. Yeah. Thursday. Like, how about you tell me when right. it works out for you? Do you get that a lot? Um, People like, whenever. You know, yeah. They, and then say no. Yeah. Well, not it's, it's hard. So I tend to book like three to four months, sometimes five months in advance. Mm -hmm. So I prefer for people to tell me when they're available, yes. But yeah. then when you offer it, sometimes it happens. Just everyone's busy. Like, I'm not the only one who's busy. Like, I don't live. It's not April's world. Yeah. You know, that's not how I feel. So I'm always, like, trying to figure things out. But I am trying to be really strict to my schedule because I, I do spend a lot of time working. And, you know, my boyfriend, yelled, he's like, you work too much. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm trying really hard not to. Yeah. <laughs> You know, because I only get a few days off a week and I, I have so much to do on that time. And if I'm exhausted, I don't get it done. I just end up like melting into the couch after I go to the gym and just like. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's exhausting. Not doing anything. And so, um, yeah, scheduling can be a little tricky sometimes on both sides. Um, sure. And I'll definitely like if I'm going out of town or something or even if I'm not, like sometimes I'll add an extra day a week um, and come in and handle some things. But. Yeah. I don't. So going back to the thing about people being late, I would rather have someone be 10 or 15 minutes late than them not show up at all. Yeah. yeah. No shows are the worst. That ruins your day. It's very rude. Yeah. I've had some no shows on the podcast and it, it screws up like my scheduling for the entire week. Like yeah. and I got to move so much shit around. So yeah, I, I can you, speak to that as well. well. And you probably like hurry home from work and you get yeah. everything set up and yeah. you're waiting, waiting, waiting. And you made them this awesome cocktail. Sure, and it's yeah. getting warm. <laughs> the glass starts crying. Yeah. Just get, yeah. Yeah. So, cool. Don't no show your stylist people. Seriously. They lose out on money and opportunities. Yeah. And also, like you said, like there's significant others and like kids in the mix too. Yeah. Like, man, I kind of missed my kid's softball game for this. Or yeah. like it's my anniversary, but I wasn't gonna say anything, but motherfucker, like right. now I'm in the doghouse, not making any money and yeah. whatever. Yeah, definitely ten, fifteen minutes late is a lot better than not at all. No call no show. Oh yeah, and props you brought that's a good point. Props to all the stylists with kids. That shit's not easy. No, no, dude. Not at all. Um 
do you do you get annoyed with the client that says you're like okay how do you want your hair cut and they're like i don't care whatever you want <laughs> it doesn't bother <laughs> me at all really yeah i i even though they say that i'm still gonna ask them 20 questions sure and get stuff narrowed down because whenever someone says i don't care that really means they do a lot yeah, yeah. they've got lots of opinions i'm sure yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't bother me i don't know i guess i'm like really patient <laughs> you think when they say i don't care it means like i don't care where i'm gonna complain but i'm gonna complain about it <laughs> yeah and it's like also i feel like it's like i don't care because they're like i trust you yeah and i'm like i get it but what if i want to be like let's do this and then you're like no that's what happens yeah so I, I don't, it doesn't annoy me, but I'm definitely still going to get to the bottom of like, what are we going to do today? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's that. I just want to make sure my mouth is in the microphone. You're doing good. On. You're doing really, really, really good. Uh, <laughs> okay. Your levels are right where they're, where they're supposed to be. I probably should have showed you that before we got started, but you're doing good. <laughs> doing really good. Um, how do you feel about clients that are on their phone? Um, as long as that's not while I'm shampooing you, I don't care. Oh, really? Yeah, sometimes it's an emergency. I have people that will come to get their hair done while they're supposed to be at work. So yeah. <laughs> they have to be on the phone. So that doesn't bother me at all. But if I'm shampooing you, it's really hard to like get that done while you're on the phone. Or I just get worried that I'm going to get water on your iPhone and I just don't want to pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but... It, it's a, sometimes it happens. So many people work remotely. So yeah, it doesn't bother me. That's true. Um, it's probably easier now to uh, schedule people like during the week. Yeah. Uh, now that a lot of more people are working from home and their laptops and such. Exactly. Uh, like Mondays are a big day. People yeah. are like, oh, sweet. I can I can work from home that day or Friday. I can get off early and just do some work while I'm with you. If that's cool. I'm like, yeah, it's totally fine. Yeah. So bringing in laptops and cell phones, not a big deal. Do it. We got Wi-Fi. What if it's not work related? Um, if it's like, what if they're just talking to their friend? If they're <laughs> talking to move? their, you know what? Like, it wouldn't bother me. But if it just got to like, if they were having an argument on the phone, I think that would be just really uncomfortable for everyone that's in the salon at the time and hearing that. So that's probably when I'd be like, uh, yeah. Has that ever happened? Yeah, not not a <laughs> not a blonde rehab, <laughs> but I definitely like had that happened before not with me i just it was i could hear it across the salon so yeah it's just it, it affects other people sure yeah and you're just kind of like oh mom and dad are fighting like yeah i get scared when mom and dad fight yeah you yeah. kind of want to just go hide in the uh, corner uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> i know that feeling yeah sometimes it's nice to soak up the drama and other times it's just uncomfortable you're like, yeah, you're Fuck, like oh. I, can't, I can't do this cr- i'm cringe to hear what's going on there you're relinquishing a lot of information um. Yeah. Well, radical. This is the part of the show where I kind of hand it over to you. Oh no! And, no, it's I'm okay. <laughs> um, you can ha- you can pass it right back. Uh, but I basically, if you've got a public service announcement or something that you that we didn't go over that you would like to like, well, you know, whenever people park in the handicap spot, I don't really <laughs> like that, uh, or something like that. Um, this is your you've got the podium basically. Oh. But if you feel like we've covered all the bases, we'll keep moving on. Um, I don't, I feel like we've covered a lot, Okay, but I just want to give like a, just an extra yep. special shout out to all of the people that do come to see me yeah. and the people that reach out to book appointments with me and I don't get back to them so quickly. Yeah. I do try my best, but I really am so thankful and grateful to be doing what I do and 
make people feel good about themselves. So thank you for giving me that opportunity and just anyone out there, you know, thank you for giving someone an opportunity to be fulfilled with what they do. Yeah. You know, it's being a stylist is it, it's not easy. And so many people have so many stereotypes that, Oh, the stylist is always drunk or they're always late and they're stupid or whatever. And <laughs> it's not true. You know, you have to, at least graduate from high school. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people I know, including myself, have gone to college before, but that doesn't merit whether you have a brain or not. Right. Um, but it is one of those things like, you know, people care about what they're doing to people's hair. So we're our own worst enemies sometimes. If something doesn't come out exactly how we want, we're really hard on ourselves. And um, it's just, it's it's a, it's a tricky job. We're on our feet all day. Yeah. So also shout out to all the stylists out there working those long days, short days, whatever. Yeah, man. Doing what they do. Yeah. Feet, sore feet is a like constant thing and like food. You guys are always hungry. Yeah. There's not a real lunch break. Yeah. And I and you're eat always, like, you're, yeah, you're always, sorry. You're I'm, eating standing most yes. of the time. <laughs> oh yeah. And you eat like military style. It's like five minutes and I yeah. eat a ton. Like I eat at least five or six times a day. Yeah. So I bet like sometimes we're like, whoa, she's eating again. It's just because I have to, because if I don't, I know at one point I'm probably going to get a little hangry. Yeah, man. Or a little dizzy. And it's, it, yeah, it's one of those things like we don't get lunch breaks. We no. eat when we can. Yeah. And I have scoliosis. So being on my feet all day is pretty tricky. So I have to invest in a lot of care. Is that a genetic? Care. Uh- Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I just invest in a lot of like self-care, like, you know, fascia work, chiropractic, yeah, physical therapy, acupuncture. Yeah. <laughs> is that genetic or is this something that was, I don't know much about scoliosis, so I'm going to speak to this very ignorantly. Is that something that oh, you yeah, contracted fine. from being on your feet all the time or is it just strictly genetic? I'm not sure how you... So a lot of the times scoliosis is idiopathic, like where they don't know where it came from. So you can get it from standing unevenly or just, you know, f- from when you're young, you get checked. And I got checked when I was young, but I didn't find out until I was 19. Yeah, I remember that. I remember the little high school, like, take your shirt off. Right. Toes, yeah. This, this, and, that. and some people, like, I ha- actually have a degenerative disease, which my dad had in his neck. Yeah. And I have that throughout my whole spine. So that's kind of why mine developed. And it wasn't like... It wasn't technically hereditary, but that stuff, if it does run in your family, you're, you are likely to get it. Sure. Um, because mine's a little more involved. Like his was one isolated to one spot, and I have it kind of throughout. So it's a little tricky. Yeah. Um, so I like to wear cute shoes, <laughs> but I put <laughs> inserts course. in them, and I have a mat on the floor to stand on. And I try to sit when I can when I'm not... Yeah. Doing anything. I have a stool for when I cut hair, so. Several precautions. Yeah. Before, uh, yeah. Nice. Very nice. Um, I don't know if, if you know this or not, but we always, it gets a little heavy. Mm-hmm. We always end the show with a poop story because everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking about poop for Please. real. Yeah, yeah. Everybody either has a poop story, has pooped their pants, or at the very least like a sibling or like a cousin or like a camp story. I definitely never pooped my pants since I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's something, like it kind of is a light way to end the show. Uh, do you have a poop story where you've either pooped your pants or know somebody that has or sharded or something along those lines? I or have. got really sick in front of a person and it was embarrassing? 
I haven't sharded. Okay. I love using the term though. Isn't and it, I it sounds like a nice wine. Oh, it's a so nice beautiful. Chardonnay. Or like a it's like a condiment. <laughs> Would you like some shard on that? Chartcruterie board. I can't <laughs> yeah. even get it out. Chartcruterie. Chartcruterie board. But I um I do like if you ask people that know me, they're like, "Gosh, April, you're so comfortable talking about poop." I'm like, "Yeah, everybody does it." <laughs> yeah, everybody um, poops. The weird. Well, it was not. I didn't poop in my pants or anything, but I was really fascinated with the poop I had one time, and I almost <laughs> took a picture of it and sent it to someone. Oh no, that's good because I was so excited. It was so pretty. Yeah, and it was one of those ones where you like wipe and there's nothing there. Yeah, it was a Jesus poop. I call yeah, those. Yeah, I love those. Yeah. It's I'm amazing. Like saving it's the environment. Like a, yeah, it's a miracle <laughs> from God. Like it's just like that was it was that clean. Like I just effortlessly yeah. like no paper needed at all. Jesus, Jesus, doo doo. Right, is what I call and you like double check to make sure, but mm-hmm. it still doesn't. But still it was nothing. It was so pretty, but it was also there was so much, and I was like, <laughs> it, but it was perfect. And I took a picture, but I didn't send it. What was it? It was just was it beautiful. like a design? Did it no, fall it just in a was flower like, shape? It or? was like perfectly placed in the ceramic. It was just well, yeah. It was it was like a well plated meal. Yeah, it just looked nice. Imagine going to a nice sausage restaurant. Right? Yeah, good kielbasa. <laughs> yeah. It was very very Polish. Uh, I used to send. Um, my little sister got very very upset, but I started this thing where I would send her pictures of uh-huh. movements, BMs, uh-huh. and um, she just got really upset. And I was like, all right, you're clearly uncomfortable. I'm going to stop doing it. I thought it was funny. Like, hey, look at this one. It looks like a snowman <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. Um, I keep then... a book in my bathroom that's called Everybody Poops. <laughs> you do? That's yep. awesome. It shows you all the different kinds. <laughs> Ring of fire. There's yeah. all kinds of different ones. The phantom poop is the one we were talking about. That's called the phantom poop. Mm-hmm. So I named it something different, but there's an already hey, a name for they it. They all work. You I know? like it. I like it. Uh, <laughs> I uh, There was a website a long time ago called like ratemypoop.com. And you could what? rate one and they would name the poop. Like you can submit your doo-doos. Oh, no. Send them in. I don't even know if this website's around anymore, but it was pretty disgusting. <laughs> Uh, but you get on there and like from a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest, one being the lowest oh, of like, man. this is like a sidewalk poo-poo. What do you think about this one? So anyways, <laughs> uh, that's all. That's all about that website. It's pretty simplistic. But um, I can't look at other people's poop. I can look at my own. Just your own. Yeah. yeah. You can admire And my one. dog's. Yeah. I'm always looking at her poo like, oh, that's a little mucusy today. Or, yeah. I do the same thing. What's up with that? Yeah. I think you kind of have to because like <laughs> if there's something wrong with like, oh man, I should have changed dog foods on you. Yeah. Oh, I, I get really back. concerned. Yeah. Or like, oh, those treats are not doing you well. <laughs> Maybe we should switch brands there. Yeah. Yes. I'm the same. Uh, the sheer, it's not like my dog's actual doo-doo, mm-hmm. but sometimes the sheer heat <laughs> the temperature of the oh, doo-doo will freak me out a little really? bit. Really? If it's like too hot? If it's like piping, if it's a little chilly out <laughs> and it's like piping hot and it warms my hand through the bag. What if she's been holding it for a long time? Or he? Uh, he yes. Yeah. Um, maybe that's what heats it up. Maybe yeah. that's like, bing, He's brownies. like been cooking it for a long yeah, time. Yeah, brownies are ready. He's <laughs> like, dad, you need to take me out sooner. Yeah, this is a sign. I'm going to heat this one up real good. I hope it burns <laughs> your hand. <laughs> <laughs> burns a hole through that bag and you're holding my shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's good. All right, cool. Well, that's it for us. Um, well, play us out, shitty ukulele. Lights out. Woohoo! Whoa. Whoa. 
How'd I do? You did, did I do great. Okay? You did awesome. <laughs> you don't have I just want to make sure I didn't get makeup on your thing. And oh, I didn't. you're fine. Thank you. You're very 